Esther Hicks, my favorite personal development speaker, Law of Attraction, says that when we go through contrasts, we are asking. So whenever something bad is happening to us, that's just us refining what we want. It's refining our preferences. It's helping us work out what we do want. Because when we know what we don't want, the opposite is generally true. And she says that if you can just open the door a little bit and see what's on the other side of it, you will be blown away. So I knew that I needed to separate for me to come into my own power and to find myself and to start living my life. I couldn't keep helping someone else. I needed to really find myself. And within five years, I became one of the top real estate agents on the coast. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials. Here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week, we have a beautiful soul. You might want a pen and paper. There's so many great tips and advice in here. But gorgeous Melissa Shambri, she has a track record that is so impressive. She is a highly driven professional. She opened her own property law firm in Malulabar at the age of 25. Now, this beautiful soul gave advice to property owners for over $2.4 billion worth of property. During this time, she also made the top 30 under 30 for leadership and business development, winning Australian Institute of Management's Young Manager of the Year. Melissa then decided it was time to help people on a more personal level, sold her successful law firm to pursue her passion of personal development. She then became a highly sought after life coach and motivational speaker. During this time, she delivered a TEDx talk, coached an Australian Olympian to win gold. She authored a best-selling book and helped thousands of people to understand their incredible power to create and live the life they desire. In 2018, she combined her property and personal development skills to become a top-selling real estate agent on the Sunshine Coast. It wasn't long before she was breaking records with the highest waterfront sale of $7.3 the single duplex record of $3.4 and then the highest residential record of $20.5 To give back to the community, she became a guest speaker and coach for Women's Property Investment Group, highlighting her incredible knowledge and wealth of experience to help others create financial freedom through property education. Now, this woman is the queen of manifesting, and this year, she and her partner, Daniel, are launching their own property education business called Hello Freedom, where they educate people on how to retire early through property investment. Now, Daniel has 25 years experience in the finance, property and development world, and her 25 years experience in property law and personal development, you can imagine what a powerhouse these two are. You're going to hear a lot of what Melissa has learned over the last 25 years, and you're going to be inspired by how she's now wanting to give back and help others to do the same. Cannot wait to hear your comments and feedback. Please make sure you head on over to my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. You can head on over to my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or you can go over to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. Truly appreciate, respect, and value your five-star rating. I hope you enjoy these beautiful interviews as much as I do, and I certainly am absolutely appreciative of every single guest we have on the show and to 28 Essentials for sponsoring it so I can bring this live to you. Have a wonderful week and enjoy today's show. 
Well, as you know, one of my most favorite things to do each week is to interview superstars, people who I love, admire, look up to, and certainly enjoy catching up with. And this week is no different. As you've heard, we have the beautiful Melissa Chambray on the show. Welcome, beautiful girl. Hello, Kim. How are you? Oh, I'm so great. We've been talking about getting together to do this for a while, and I'm really delighted to share you and your story. And I know the listener is going to get so much out of your journey. And so perhaps before we get into all the nuts and bolts of what you're doing today, could you take us back a little bit and just perhaps lead us into what brought you to this space and place right here, right now? Oh, okay. It's hard to know where to start because it's been such a journey. Um, but perhaps I started, I always wanted to help people when I was younger and I thought I wanted to be a doctor because I love uplifting people. But uh, my brain said that it didn't like chemistry. So that one was an out. Um, so I became a lawyer. And when I went to uni, I did law and arts majoring in psychology because I thought I really know that mindset has a lot to do with a person's happiness. Um, and law gave me the ability to practically help a person. So graduated as a lawyer um, and moved to Sydney and worked down in Sydney. I'm from Mackay, by the way. Moved to Sydney, practiced as a lawyer down there for a few years. And of course, Queensland called me back. And um, I've always had a strong desire to keep bettering myself. I love helping people. I love um, being the best version that I can be. So when I was 25, I opened my own law firm and um, got 13 staff and and then the GFC happened. Um, I just won Young Manager of the Year with the Australian Institute of Management and I was about to franchise my law firm and the good old GFC happened and I went from 200 files a month to 20 files a month and I was like, oh, my goodness, universe how and it was at the time when I just discovered law of attraction funnily enough two out two years prior and I was like universe what are you doing like you're meant to be helping me not destroying my law firm and my plans of expansion but the universe always knows what we truly want not what we think we want what we truly want and uh, so I ended up selling my practice and became a personal development coach and motivational speaker and I just loved helping people follow their bliss. Um, so I used to go into workplaces and I ran a workshop called Five Secrets to a Happy Workplace because I'd done a lot of personal growth within my workplace. And that was why I'd won that Young Manager of the Year Award. So it was really lovely to um, share that. And then, so I, I was doing that for a number of years and I had my daughter, Chloe, and it was really difficult because I would get up on a stage and talk about happiness whilst in the background my husband was suicidal. Um, so that was tough because I had we were getting him counselling, we were getting him coaching, we did every personal development course that we could do, but there was something in him that was broken and I just couldn't fix it. And I felt like it was my job to fix it, but I came to the realisation one day that, he needed to go on his own journey to find that. And I couldn't keep enabling the the what was happening to me because of that. Um, so we separated in 2016. And there's a wonderful book, Gwyneth Peltrow refers to it, called Conscious Uncoupling. Um, is it Catherine Woodward? I think that's the author. And um, we, I had already naturally done that through the way that I, 
I had understood personal development. And what it's about is when you separate with someone, it's about respecting the time you had together and peacefully separating with love, not with hatred and not using your children as a pawn um, and respecting them and being kind to them. They were a person that you loved. They were a person and that can be quite difficult to do. You've got to really focus your energy on looking for things to appreciate in that person, not looking for things. And that's a choice. You always have a choice to look for the terrible things in a person and you have a choice to look for the good things in a person. And it probably was made quite easy in that my ex-husband is a lovely person, which is why I was with him for so many years, but he just had some things that he needed to do on his own. So we peacefully separated and um, I then actually had a court, well, I say a calling, but I knew that real estate was next for me because I'd been a property lawyer. I had been a life coach and I really loved property. And so I became a real estate agent just as I was separating from my partner. And wow, like it was Esther says, Esther Hicks, my favorite personal development speaker, Law of Attraction, says that when we go through contrasts, we are asking. So whenever something bad is happening to us, that's just us refining what we want. It's refining our preferences. It's helping us work out what we do want. Because when we know what we don't want, the opposite is generally true. And she says that if you can just open the door a little bit and see what's on the other side of it, you will be blown away. So I knew that I needed to separate for me to come into my own power and to find myself and to start living my life. I couldn't keep helping someone else. I needed to really find myself. And within five years, I became one of the top real estate agents on the coast and I broke the highest duplex sale, which was $3.45 I broke the highest waterfront sale, which was $7.3 I broke the highest residential sale, which was $20.5 and earned over pretty much $5 million in commission in that time. Like it was phenomenal, the amount of um, abundance that came when I stood in my power. And it was funny, I was watching the coronation uh, with of the king on Sunday night and I thought back to the queen who is someone who had really inspired me one time when I saw her walk into a hall that was getting prepared for a function that night and she said she was telling people what she wanted fixed. She was not apologetic. She was like, I'd like you to do this, I'd like you to do that. And I was like, I wish I could give instruction without feeling apologetic about giving instruction, which is so dumb. Like you would think, why can't we do that? That's And now I have no, and real estate was something that I had to not be apologetic in my, it's confidence. Real estate is all about confidence. And the first year was the toughest year of my life, but at the same time, it was the biggest growth of my life. And I had to believe in myself and I had to believe in what I was um what I was doing. And I would always say to people, I'm not the keeper of price. The seller has a price that they need to achieve to move forward. The buyer has a place where they perceive there to be value. I'm just the person in the middle trying to bring it together. But also I had to find my own inner confidence and um, 
work through a whole lot of bit of worthiness issues, get rid of some good old Catholic guilt. And uh, and I was seeing a coach. I totally tell everyone coaching is amazing. I, I saw a wonderful coach and I used to say to her, Megan, I pay you to make me cry for two hours every fortnight. And she's like, don't tell people that, Melissa. But it was, there was stuff that I needed to release. And we can have everything that we've been asking for because law of attraction says step one, you ask. Step two, the unit, and you ask through your contrast. You don't even need to ask with words. You ask through your contrast. Step two, the universe lines it up for you. But step three, you have to place yourself in a place of receiving, which is the art of allowing, which is about becoming a vibrational match to what you're asking for. And when you've got resistance within you, and if something makes you cry, you've got resistance about that. So Megan would help me cry to release that resistance. Um, and that would help me. And so when I finally opened the door and I, I was on a quest to find my king, Kim knows very much about my quest to find my king, took three and a half years of growth and crying and bumble and um and I went to a dating agency I did speed dating I knew my king was out there and I was on a quest to find him and uh just over a year ago I um met Daniel on Bumble because I quite like the idea of online dating it gives you so much you can I believe that you when you are more compatible with a person, you don't have to compromise on the life you want to live. And we have so much in common. We both love property. We both love finance. We both love musicals. We love singing. We love dancing. We love traveling. We love fine things. We love good food. And we have so much in common. So neither of us ever feel like we are compromising on the life we want to live because we're like magnets that are together. So, um, Yes, yeah, so when you put yourself in a place of rece receiving, the universe just gives you everything you've been asking for. And there's a lot of self-love in there as well that you have to do. But, yeah, I've got some tips and tricks for that when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's an incredible story and I want to thank you for being so open and, and real and raw. And oh, I know that... engaged a month ago. <laughs> yeah. I got engaged. I love it. See, the romantic in me is just so delighted in this story. There's a few things that I'd love to touch on that you said in there. And one of the things that you mentioned was having respect, kindness, and appreciation. Not only if you're separating with that person or even in business, I'm sure, or with a property person or a buyer or a seller. I think those words, respect, kindness, and appreciation, those really stood out for me when you said that. Now, I want to ask you this when we're in a good space and a good place, probably rolls off us quite easy to show respect, kindness, and appreciation. But what about when you're in a low place? Now, I want to ask you this as a professional, because I'm sure as a lawyer, you had your moments where you were down and out, but you had to show up. You just had to keep showing up for the client. I'm sure as a real estate agent, as a coach, you've had your bad days, but you have to keep showing up. What is that little call to showing up? And can you do that if you're not a coach, a lawyer, or a real estate agent? Um, anyone can do it. It's about, uh, and I think part of that is self-love. And when I say self-love, it's almost universal love. Um, there's a beautiful Esther quote, and she says, the universe loves me and adores me. I am safe. Um, and I think when you can also understand that not a blow was dealt 
from a place other than insecurity. So if someone is having a go at you, if someone is attacking you, it's only because they're feeling insecure about something. What uh, there's people always say what other people think of you is none of your business. It's and it's just it's a reflection of what's going on with them because people will love you and people will hate you and none of that will have anything to do with you because that's just a reflection of what's going on within them. And so I guess in my professional dealings, I've always known that, you know, selling houses is one of the most, and I learned that first in property um, when I was a property lawyer, people are very stressed about money. It's one of the biggest decisions that they will ever make when they're buying a house. And there's a lot of anxiety. And I think that's why it was easy to transition to life coaching because you are life coaching people when they are buying and selling a property because quite often there will be things they didn't know about. There's parts moving all the time and there's different expectations. And our job is to um, bring those expectations to a place where it's a win-win for both parties. Um, so, yeah, um, to answer the question, you just have to not take it personally. It's not about you. It's about what's going on in their world. I love it. And that's such a really important tip that I'd love the listener to really grasp. It is not about you. And one of the best, there's a book called The Four Agreements. And one of those agreements is to not take things personally. And if we could live by that principle or agreement, out of all of them, we'd probably find life is a lot smoother because so much conflict can occur out of an expectation of what things should be or could be. And so therefore, let's talk about that contrast a little bit more. You obviously have a real understanding around that. I, I don't know about you, Melissa, but I haven't met anyone yet that doesn't have a shadow part of their life or personality or a contrast in their lives. I'm yet to meet the person who's just completely blissed out for the whole life with money, relationships, housing, the whole thing's perfect. Do you believe then from your perspective and your knowledge and experience that contrast is actually part of the human experience? And it's oh, why? Absolutely, 100%. Because if you want a life with no contrast, that's what source is. So when we die, we go back to source. That's that's the state where there is no contrast. But actually, the universe loves our human experience because that's when we have contrast. That's what creates the conscious memory. That's what enables us to build upon an expansion. Our universe is constantly expanding. And if we don't have contrast, we don't expand. So that's why if someone says to me, is it possible to be 100% happy all the time? And I say, no. Absolutely not, because it would be like taking, if there's no shade, there's no light, that would just be being light all the time. We need the darkness and the light, which creates the beautiful picture of our life. And it's the contrast that makes us grow. So um, in my workshops that I used to teach, I used to say there was five secrets. And the first one was contrast creates clarity. If we don't have contrast, we don't know what we want. And sometimes people go, I don't know what I want. And I go, that's okay. You'll just keep getting more contrast because until you work out what you don't want, you don't know what you do want. And I think that's why even when we're older, we're fussier with men because we've had more contrast. So we get a lot more clarity on what we do want. But what a lot of people make the mistake of doing is they keep beating the drum of the contrast of what they don't want instead of saying, softening softening their vibration, softening their words and focusing then on what they do want. And I'm very good at manifesting. And the reason I think I am quite good at manifesting is because I have some contrast that tells me what I don't want. 
I then work out, okay, what do I want? And I start talking about what I do want. And I, I think my old um, friends used to get frustrated because they said, oh, Melissa, you always talk about things before they even happen. And I'm like, yes, but that's how I give them power because all of your power is in your focus. And when you're talking about what you do want, that's how you manifest it. You don't manifest what you want by talking about what you do don't want. That's how you manifest what you don't want because imagination is that's part of the creative process. You've got to imagine and say what you do want and then the universe will knock itself out to give it to you. And and people say, oh, but I do do that. And I go, but no, really have a look at yourself. Are you more in the vibration of what you don't want or are you really very clear with what you do want and you've let go of what you don't want. So the second thing I talk to people about is letting it go. You've got to let go of the hurt, of the wound, of the past, of any, and it's very easy. I was with my daughter. We went and saw Hamilton, the musical, and one of the lines in Hamilton was, hate the sin, not the sinner. And that's a really nice way to be able to go, I don't hate that person. I don't may not have liked what she or he did, but don't hate hate and not even hate try and love everything <laughs> but and understand that a person might do something because of insecurity and and that way you let them off the hook but the great thing about letting them off the hook is you also let yourself off the hook for when you do something because if you're judgmental of what everyone's doing you're going to be really judgmental of yourself whereas if you're letting people off the hook all the time and going it's okay they're doing the best they can with the tools they have and if they knew a better way they would probably do it or there must be something that i'm not too sure sometimes there's things going on people don't even know what's going on within themselves and especially children like we expect them to be so perfect and it's like we don't even have it 100% right as adults let alone them learning a whole new environment and um, culture and personal development and making sense of their own emotions. Can you tell us the other three? Because I'm really okay. captivated now. <laughs> okay. so, number one, contrast creates clarity. Number two um, is let it go. So let go of the judgment, let go of the resistance, let go of control and trying to control everything. Number three is tell a new story. So stop beating that drum of what you don't want and start saying what you do want. Um, so tell a new story about the way you want it to be. And some people go, but I'm broke. How can I possibly tell a story other than that? Because that's my reality. And it's like, well, if you keep telling the story that you're broke, guess what? The universe is going to keep giving you broke. But if you soften your resistance and go, you know what? I'm just having a little bit of contrast right now, but man, is it launching my rockets of desire for a beautiful new future? And I'm in the process of um, researching. I tell people, flick on your wealth switch. Like some people will spend hundreds of hours learning how to do a hobby. How about educating yourself on how to have an early retirement? Um, you, Everyone within us has a wealth goddess. And you. sometimes I think as women, we automatically turn that switch off and go, that's man's business. I know as a child, it was sort of like, oh, you know, that's up to dad. That's not. But I was quite lucky. My mum was very much involved in the finances in our family. And um, so I've always been interested in them as well. So I would say, turn on your wealth 
switch, learn as much as you possibly can. There are amazing books on the mindset of wealth and how to create wealth. And there are amazing coaching programs like what Daniel and I are doing called Hello Freedom, which is helping people achieve financial freedom through property. Because You've got to find your jam. You've got to find what makes you happy. We love property because we love design. We love um, improving things. So property is great for us. There's shares, there's business. But what we found is property is a safe way that um, a lot of people can reach. And Daniel's worked with a lot of high net worth individuals in the bank and they all have property in their portfolio. That's where business is where they've been able to finance it, but properties where they've made it. So um, three, tell a new story. Number four, get happy. Do whatever you need to do to get happy. If you need to run away from home, do it. If you need to quit your job, do it. Do whatever you need to do to get happy because your happiness is all you have to give. And if you're not happy, you'll start resenting people. And sometimes that really hurts people. Um, I know Uh, One of my favorite quotes is selfishly seek your joy because you are no good to anyone without it. And you have to selfishly seek your happiness because if you're not happy, you're just going to be resentful towards everyone and blame them for you not being happy when it's just that you haven't had the courage to follow your bliss. So um, get happy, do whatever you need to do to get happy. And happiness is just a string of happy moments. You don't have to go through and people say, oh, but happiness is not a destination. It's the joy of the journey. You want to be enjoying the journey. And, yes, sometimes you do have to do things, but do them and line up with them. Don't do them and not line up with them. So just say you go, oh, but I don't like cleaning my house. And I go, well, either do it and line up with it or don't do it and subcontract it to someone else. But if you're going to do it and you need to line up with it, put on some good 80s music and have fun cleaning your house and and really revel in the joy of once it's finished, go, do you know what? I love it when my house is clean. I feel like I have a tidy house and tidy mind. And and just, to, but don't beat yourself up if it's not clean. Just go, it's all right. When the energy lines up, I will get in and I will do it. Um, so it's about getting rid of guilt. It's, we don't want any guilt in there, but ha- happiness. Um, so get happy. And secret number five is appreciation. Become a person of appreciation and you will thrive. It's the secret to life. And um, actually, a lot of people, when I was motivational speaking, used to ask me, Melissa, what is this? You know, what are we here for? What's the secret to life? What? And I had lost all of my grandparents by the time I was 16. So I had always questioned what you know, what are we put on this planet for? And the best description that I can find through all the personal development stuff that I've listened to is that we are here to enjoy the evolving journey. So we're always going to be evolving. We're always going to be having contrast. But what we want to do is find a way to enjoy the enjoy the journey. Oh, man, that's powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And whether you're in real estate or whether you're into personal growth or whether you're into business or whatever it is, they can apply in all elements. They, they even apply in relationships, those five secrets or truths. And so then I want to go back. There was another thing that you said. Those, those are brilliant. But I want to just readdress something that you brought up. And I think this is something that a lot of women perhaps need to hear a bit more. Being unapologetically you, being unapologetic in what you want. Could you explain a little bit 
bit more to us about how you grasp that and how it's become such a part of your world that you will not compromise now. And you can do it in a very gentle way. It's not about this is what I want and I'm going to throw my toys out of the trolley if I don't get it. It's just about um, being able to say what it is that you want, communicate what it is that you want. A lot of people I've seen in their communication style is they will tell their husband what they don't want or they will tell their business partner or their client what they don't want. And the poor other person's trying to guess what it is that they want. And men love to help achieve your dreams. But if you're not saying what you want and you're always saying what you don't want, it's really hard for them. (laughs) And even in friendships, it's really hard when a person keeps saying what they don't want. Just say what you want. If if I ask you over at five o'clock and five o'clock doesn't work for you, Say, you know what, Mel, five's not great for me, but six would be awesome. Yeah, oh, okay, great. That's what you want. Whereas sometimes people go, oh, five o'clock, oh, she always asks me over at witching hour with the kids and I can't. It's like that's just say what you want. It's all you have to do, just say what you want. So um, I think, and you don't need to apologise for it. Or you can gently frame it. You can say, look, um, as I said, it, this would be better for me. I I never box people in a corner and give them an ultimatum. It's just by saying what you do want. And in real estate, that very much I had to learn how to diplomatically say that to the other party, what one party wanted and how it would benefit them because there's always a win-win in everything. So you kind of look for the win-win in it and and try and find a win-win for everyone because everyone wants to be happy. That's the whole goal. I'm I, If I try and find a win-win for everyone, we always have a beautiful transaction. We have a seller who's happy. We have a buyer who's happy. Um, and, of course, we bring the deal together, so we're happy. And then sometimes it doesn't come together, and that's fine. It, there's no guilt. There's no judgment. It's just um, being able to say what you want and either someone can make that work or they can't. And that's fine too. There's no judgment in that. I love it. You know, sometimes with a house, as you mentioned, it's a very emotional place to be when we're buying or selling, or for some people it is. Um, I would say a lot of people, it's a very emotional, the biggest investment many of us make. Uh, I'm curious then to know your situation. I'm sure you still get emotional. I'm sure there's times when you may even lose your own shizzle or you might not feel as great yourself. What's your advice then for people? When Because we know when we're really emotional, we don't always make the best intellectual decisions. How have you trained yourself to really honour and observe your emotional state in order to make better decisions or comments? Um, I think it's about having things in your life that make you feel good. Like sometimes, sometimes you cannot help the way you feel, well, you can never help the way you instantly feel when someone tells you something. And, you know, I've had that situation many times, but you just step back a little bit and go, all right, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to reply to that message or I'm not going to reply to that tomorrow till I'm in alignment because I know, and one thing I always say is don't teach in the heat. When you have an argument with someone, with a child or with a husband or they might do something that might not be great but there's a lot of tension and I say don't teach in the heat wait till the next day till you're in alignment get yourself back in alignment on how you feel and when I say in alignment that's um and I do things to keep myself in alignment I we 
Dan and I love going for bike rides along Golden Beach. It's one of our favorite things to do. Um, or we'll have a spa or we'll, there's um, so many tools you can have in your toolbox. When I used to have dogs, I would take the dogs for a walk or, and I would just reflect and and just think about it and, but get myself happy. So do whatever you need to do to get happy, because then when you come back to it, you're coming back from a powerful place of alignment. If you try and do something when you're out of alignment, it's never going to end well. And even in my separation, sometimes my ex-partner's new partner might say something that you think, oh, I really don't like the way they said that. But you have a little break, don't don't write straight back when you're feeling a little bit emotional, just leave it. And then you can write back and go, oh, okay, now I see where you're coming from. And I know it's always from a place of love and you can respond with far more um, alignment. And we all have a bad day. Maybe I've sent something in the past where it may not have come across the way it was intended or it isn't as gentle as it could be. We've all got different communication styles. We're all in a bit of a hurry. Sometimes we say things that may not come out as eloquently as other times when we're in alignment. But the main thing is to get back in alignment and take action from a place. The universe loves inspired action, not action for the sake of taking action. So very often in a transaction when I would have a very important I'd have to put a proposal to a seller of a price that I knew that they would not like. I would leave it till the next day till I had a better idea. And, and it's not that I didn't want to ring the seller straight away and tell them what the buyer just told me. I knew I needed to be in alignment to deliver that news to the seller so that I could deliver it with all the ele- elegance and grace that I could muster up to deliver them something that they may not have wanted to hear. Or, But if it was good news, I could ring them, guess what, we've got a great deal. But sometimes you've got a really bad offer and you're like, all right, I'm going to have to, I need to get myself in a place of alignment when I make that phone call. I need to be in my confidence. So yes, I would say, Get yourself in alignment and then take inspired action. Don't take action for the sake of taking action. I love it. The inspired action is another cue word for me because after reading the law of attraction and following people like Esther Hicks and obviously being in this work for a very long time, it was almost like, and again, I'm just saying this as a generalization, it wasn't a truth for everybody, but it was almost like people went into, oh, well, the universe has got my back. I can sit back and wait for it to come to me. But that inspired action, taking action, perhaps, in my humble opinion, was the missing piece. A lot of people read the book, they were thinking positively, they were hoping for it to come, but then they were almost resting on their laurels, waiting for it to happen. So in your humble opinion, taking inspired action, could you give us an example where you yourself, maybe the house you've bought, maybe the job or the new career that you're going into, could you give us some guidelines as to how you've actually manifested that? Because we talked off air about how people get sick of you always talking about the story before it's happened, but I just, I kind of like it and I think it would be really cool to hear. Yeah. um, So when you work out what you don't want, so for example, I, when I first did life coaching, it was a wonderful career, but it was difficult to create momentum. Um, It wasn't as lucrative as what I felt that I wanted for my life. And um, I had been sending a whole lot of work to another real estate agent. And one day she told me how much property she had sold the month before. And I got my calculator out and worked that out. And I was like, oh my goodness, 
I need to be doing this. This is this is the life that I want to live. And I've got all the skill set for it. I used to be a property lawyer. I've been a life coach. I love sales. I love property. I've you know, I was collecting rents at age 10 for my mum and dad. I I understand property inside out, back to front. I'm going to make a really great agent. And as soon as that switch, and, and funnily enough, it was after I decided that I couldn't rely on my partner to take control of my wealth. It was, which not that it had ever had been, but I was now on my own and I needed to switch on my wealth switch pretty quick. And even though we had made some good decisions in the past, now it was all up to me. And if I was going to have a good retirement, I had to really channel my inner wealth goddess and bring that. And I started reading books um, about wealth and all that sort of thing and, and realized that in one of the books that I read, they said, if you want to be in a really lucrative profession working for someone else, because I was at a stage where I just wanted to work for someone else for a while, they said either sales or management. And I thought, oh, I'm just over managing people. I can do it, but I don't love it. Um, And then I thought, oh, sales. I love, I've always loved helping people because really sales is helping people solve problems. It's problem solving. And um, and when it all when the penny dropped, and I started talking to my friends about it, and they were like, "Mel, how did we not see this earlier? You're going to make a brilliant agent." And I just kept talking about it, and I kept, you know, researching other agents and reinforcing what I wanted and what I wanted to bring, and that's how you manifest. You don't say what I, I remember. I another agent, and she said, oh, "I'm going to have a crack at being an agent," and I'm like, "You can't go into." being a real estate agent that has so much contrast saying I'm going to give it a you know just a bit of a crack and see if it's for me or not you've really got to line your energy up and fully commit to what you want to do which means get rid of any resistant thoughts so I would say that she had resistance to start with and that resistance was the cracks and that's why she cracked Um, but with me I knew I was 100% convinced I knew that I would be a great agent I just needed the time and the right mentor. And I went around to different agencies and um, interviewed with different ones. And when I finally found the agency that resonated most with me, um, I just went for it. And the first year was really tough. But as soon as I started to get on a roll and got my confidence, it just took off. It's so powerful. I also learnt in a process of manifestation is living in the nows if it's happened. So whenever I want something, I'm always saying it is the 31st of December 2023 and I am just sending my final New Year's Eve letter out to my beautiful client base of 30,000 people. We've made $400,000 profit this year and we are all buzzing. Like I'm, I'm really, and I get so pumped when I'm writing it and it's like, yeah, you really have to align and feel that vibrational frequency. I absolutely love it. And you're so talking my language. The other thing you've just said then, two biggest excuses why people don't necessarily take care of themselves mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I've heard throughout life and my experience has always been it's either time or money. They don't have enough time or they don't have enough money. I personally have always felt it's, well, it's more that in my humble opinion that you just don't make it a priority because we always find the time and we always find the money for something that's really important to us. Absolutely. So you're being a life coach. Some people have said to me over the years, Melissa, that I don't even know what it is I do want. And I know you've said, look at what you don't want, but to work out perhaps your values, what's really important to you. 
do you still, even with all your success and everything now, do you still take time and maybe with Chloe and with Dan to really work out what's important to you? Because these things change over time. Do you ever take time out for you, the pair of you and the three of you to really align what it is that's important to you to move forward? It's probably a daily thing for us. Like we'll stay up at 12, till 12 o'clock talking about what we want and what our future looks like and, and also the present. And where we are very good at, we do what I call a rampage of appreciation where we, and Daniel will tell everyone the same thing. When I wake up in the morning and I touch him next to me and I'm like, <gasps> You're, you're real, you're here, you, my my king has arrived. But we are constantly throughout our day milking everything for as much joy as we can get out of it. Like every time we go for a bike ride, we, we stop on the chair and we look at the ocean and we go, we just live in the most beautiful place in the world. And we've said it a million times and we will say it a million more because we are constantly milking our whole day for as much joy. And we milk because self-love is really about universal love. It's knowing that the universe does love you and does adore you. And sometimes you will have sometimes it is hard to self-love for some people, but you can even start off with loving your dog or loving your children or loving, but then at some point you have to, and a person can't truly love you if you don't love yourself. And I think Daniel and I have done quite a lot of emotional work to truly love ourselves and it's so easy to love a person who loves themselves because they are a person of love and when you're you know and we are constantly looking for things to appreciate like if we go somewhere to a new restaurant instead of like there'll be some things that aren't perfect and we can gently refine our preferences without getting into the hate of it just go oh I might prefer this sauce rather than that sauce. But when we get something good, we milk it. Like we go, oh, how good is this? And we just reinforce to the universe that we are so appreciative when it knocks itself out to give us something amazing. And when it's not so amazing, that's okay too. We just, we don't give a lot of focus to it, but we really give focus to things that we are appreciate. And it's such a wonderful life and you don't need money to appreciate. You can, we just spent a month in America and we have not to take away from their country because it's beautiful, but anyone who lives in Australia we have such a beautiful, amazing country. We have an incredible healthcare system. We have incredible education. But then having said that too, I was talking to a Vietnamese lady and um, she said that she goes down to get her water from a well and she washes her clothes in a well. She said, but, you know, what's really interesting is we don't have depression in our country because everyone's so busy living. So it's not... Happiness is a mindset. It's the choice to look for things to feel good about or to make yourself soften your resistance to line up with it. So instead of being a victim and feeling the guilt of a situation or the heaviness or the judgment of a situation, it's about going, this will pass. And um, yes, I am feeling some contrast right now. And yes, I am allowed to feel that contrast. But I'm going to try and do some things 
to make myself feel better. And I'm going to try and look at this from a better point of view. And the better point of view to start with is that on the other side of contrast is some really wonderful things. It's growth. And instead of going crap things happen to me, you can say, I'm just having a bit of contrast right now. But if you've had a huge amount of contrast, guess what? If you allow yourself, you are in for a huge amount of alignment. And But what we want it to be true mastery is you want to have a little bit of contrast and then you nip it in the butt and line up with it. And then you have a little bit of contrast, you nip it in the butt and you line up with it instead of having huge amounts of contrast. But there's nothing wrong with huge amounts of contrast either because you have those huge amounts of contrast and then you'll have a huge amount of alignment if you allow yourself. It really is giving yourself permission to live all of the human experience. And I think one of the key things I'm taking from today is don't always think it has to be one way. And in other words, we can't always be happy as in such or everything's absolutely aligned. Enjoy and embrace the lean into the, the contrast. But also remember if you're in a bad place right now, it doesn't also stay that way, especially if you open your heart and take a peek through that door to see what's on the other side. Well, you Someone- can have... No, no, I was just going to say, someone said to me a while ago that when you feel confused, upset, contrasted, when you're not feeling in alignment, usually that precedes learning and clarity and understanding. And so I've really learned to embrace that. And I just think of something wonderful when you have contrast. It means you're on the brink of something wonderful. And you can have nine things going wrong and one thing going right. And if you focus on that one thing going right, you can pull the other nine up but you can have nine things going right and one thing going wrong and if you focus on that one thing going wrong you could pull it all down so our power is in our focus and that's that book the power of now it's all about our power is in the choice of how we choose to feel you can't control other people but you can always control the way you feel and maybe not when you first have it but you can talk yourself into a better feeling place and that's learning to control your mind and if you don't have control of your mind you're going to be all over the place and you can learn how to control your mind there's no you don't say oh I don't know how to control my mind so I'll never be good at it you can go oh I just realized what it is that I need to learn I need to learn how to control my mind I'm going to Google how to learn how to control your mind. There's so many resources out there these days that we have access to, and it's free. Google is free. You can yes. learn anything that you want to learn. We're very blessed. I think that's the real key. There is available podcasts like this. Yes. Podcasts are so available on any topic. So if there was anything that you wanted to learn, you could Google podcast for, and you'll find a plethora of amazing podcasts that you can that- reference for free. And that's what we say with our Hello Freedom program. If you want to get good at business, you get yourself a business coach. If you want to get good at financially retiring early and using property as a vehicle to do that, get yourself a property coach. And that's why Daniel and I, he's 25 years finance broker, giving other people advice. And also he's done some developments and I've been the same 25 years of helping people make good property choices and build their portfolio. If you want to be good at property, get a property coach because you also have to understand that people have biases. And if you go to a property spruker, they get paid by developers to sell you development stock. And usually it's like thirty dollars to $90,000. Their information is free, but it's bias. So we are educating people on getting good at property because 
when you get good at it, you don't want to hand your wealth to someone else to learn. You've got to learn and take control of your financial future yourself. And that's what we want to help people do. And if you put a plan in place and go, okay, well, I'm 45 now. I would like to retire by the time I'm 50 or by the time I'm 55. What do I have to do from where I am now to where I want to go? to reach that goal. What do I want? What does my retirement look like? And I know a lot of women in their 40s start to freak out because we're getting closer to the end of our financial earning life. And that's the wonderful thing about property is you can leverage the bank's money to buy something that, but you can lose a lot of money too. You got to know what you're doing. And if you're happy to pay a business coach to help you in business, why wouldn't you want to pay a property coach to help you in property if that's the vehicle that you want to take to get to um, your retirement. So, and anyone can learn. You don't have to, people go, oh, but I, I can't do that. There's so many people sitting on their homes with so much equity that they could be doing and they're earning decent incomes. Um, and there's, I'm not the only course, there's other stuff out there, but um, yeah, if you, it's just about working out what you do want and lining up with it. And I think what you said before, there is no shame and certainly huge kudos and respect to those who do search for the coaches or, as you said, mentors, people that you actually admire, do what the people that you admire the most or wish you could have the most, follow them, learn from them, do everything you can to be your best version of yourself through their experience. And I think you and Daniel are really creating a, a pot of gold here because Australia is, as you say, such a beautiful place to be, as is New Zealand. But if you don't understand property, if you've never had guidance, or if you've never understood the laws or understanding what it means to have covenants or anything like that, how on earth are you meant to do this without the learning of it? So I just, I want to high five you guys. I want to thank you for stepping out of what you've both known and all the things you've experienced to create this amazing platform. Before we talk about where people can find out more about that, I just want to go back then and just ask you self-love your opinion or your description of self-love you did mention it briefly self-love is universal love it adores you and loves you is that your definition of self-love um yeah uh, so the quote is it's an esther hicks quote the universe knows me and adores me i am safe or is that esther or is that louise hay i can't remember it's it's one of the two i love louise hay she's my other um, wonderful guru of personal development. Um, but yes, yeah, self-love is loving yourself, but also loving the universe, which we're all a part of. And I think being brought up Catholic, we were taught to love God and that God was something external to us or that Jesus was this better spiritual being than us. And I think when I did my own research and my own findings. I, I love, I, I don't think it is outside of us. We are the universe. The universe is us. We are God. If you want to use the word God, God is us. So we, the universe knows us and it adores us and we are safe. And whenever I'm, I remember when I was in Thailand and I was in a bus that was about to lose its wheel. And I was like, the universe knows me and adores me. I am safe. <laughs> 
And that was my little mantra. So whenever I'm feeling a little bit um, anxious about something, I'll just remind myself, it's okay. The universe has got my back. This is all unfolding perfectly. I'm just having a little bit of contrast right now, but on the other side of it, there's going to be something wonderful because whenever we're having contrast and, and it's hard to see at the time, but the universe knows what we do want. It's just whether we're allowing it or not. And it's that art of allowing that, you really and and yes, I, I researched it. It didn't just happen, but if you want to even Google the art of allowing by Esther Hicks, she's amazing and she explains what that means. And it means to choose better feeling thoughts to make yourself feel better because it's everything's vibration. Um, our eyes interpret the vibration of light. Our ears interpret the vibration of sound. Our nose interprets the vibration of smell. But we have a sixth sense, which it is our sense of. Um, emotion and vibration. And it's always telling us whether our thoughts are in alignment with the universe loving us or out of alignment with it. So it's just about understanding that. That's a bit long-winded, that one. <laughs> uh, perfectly said, though, and beautifully said. I would love, I know we could talk forever and we've already made dates to have spa dates and more cocktails. I will let you all know that I still make a cocktail that Melissa came to. We were just having a casual afternoon and it turned into a big super session and it was the most divine cocktail and Taylor, my daughter, and I still make it to this day. And now she tells me she's got more. So we've just created a date before this recording. But um, I would love to talk more, but I would love also for the beautiful listener to know if they wanted to know more about you or what you and Dan are doing, how can we follow you? Where can we find out about Hello Freedom? Hellofreedom.com.au. <laughs> Is that on all the socials as well? Um, I am still in the, because um, we're just in the process of putting it all together at the moment. So it, basically it's a 12 month program, but you can, we will encourage people to continue on because sometimes it takes more than 12 months. But um, so it's a 12 month program where once a month, we will have a seminar on different ways to make money from property. So we will, and also personal development. So half of it is mindset because mindset is very important, but half of it is how to make money from property. And we will bring in different speakers who have used different strategies. So it's about finding your jam. Some people, so just say we had a client who was a builder. So he might be, their jam might be doing renovations or flips, or you might get someone who um, is a mechanic and they and loves that industrial world. They might like industrial property, or you might like residential properties. So first of all, it's helping people become the best match to their property investment by also their risk portfolio, uh, sorry, their risk profile, but also how much money they've got. So Dan, having been in finance for 25 years, will sit down, have a look. And we say to people, we're not providing financial advice. We are not financial planners, but Daniel has a credit license and he can sit down and have a look at your equity position and go, okay, well, you've got money here. You've got money here. This is how much you've got. And then it's about helping you work out what you can do with that property. You, you might have $200,000 sitting in superannuation and there are certain lenders who will lend you 80% on that. So you could buy a million dollar property um, and I don't, don't quote me on those, but it's something, if you had super sitting there for 10 years, in 10 years time, that will only have by, gone up by a small amount. But if you buy a million dollar property and you buy the right property and it's aligned with who you are and your 
wealth creation, but also um, a good investment for you, that property will be worth $2 million in 10 to 15 years based on the history that property doubles over a period of time. And of course, there's no guarantees for that. We, we're we not about telling people what to do. We're about being here to support you to make the best decisions for yourself and to be inspired by other people and the other people in the program. Um, and you also have one-on-one coaching. So we hold you, we hold your hand, but we also hold you accountable. What deals have you been doing this month? And when you're paying for coaching and you um and you seek out the professionals to help you in that, of course you're going to have great success. You're going to have a lot more success than if you sit and do nothing. So when you put it out there and you say what you want and you start, it starts to become on your radar, you will, people say, oh, but all the opportunity to make money in property is gone. And it's like, no, it's not. There are people making money from property every single day, mums and dads making money from property. And we want to help people. If you've got a desire to have a great retirement and you want to build your wealth and you feel property is the best way for you to do it, we are here to help educate you and hold your hand and surround you with the right professionals and other people. If you're sitting at barbecues and everyone's talking about investment properties and what they're buying and that's inspiration, that's that's going to make you go, you know, what if she can do it? I can do it. And that's what we want to do. We want to inspire people to reach their full potential. I want to ask one quick question before we finish. You, you know, the, the world is aging. We're all aging. And some people have been through some pretty tough times, like through COVID or perhaps business has had to shut down or maybe relationships have broken down. Maybe even people still haven't recovered from the GFC. Is there a time limit or an age limit that you could actually still create a portfolio uh, in your 50s, in your 60s? Is it possible? Absolutely. Well, anything's possible that you open your mind to and what desire you have. Um, I remember one time I was talking to, I was coaching, life coaching a client and he said, Melissa, I just don't know how I'm ever going to afford my own home. I work for Channel 7 as a videographer and I, I can't even save $10,000, let alone, he said, I can't even live on the right side of red and black, let alone save money for a deposit for a house. And I said, Marty, just put it out there. You never know what could happen. Just be open. Stop saying what you don't want and start saying what you do want. I said, what do you want, Marty? He said, I want to own my own home. I said, all right, put it out there. I want to own my own home. Anyway, two months later, he rings me and he goes, Melissa, guess what happened? I said, Marty, what happened? He goes, I was talking to my auntie. He said, she has no children. And I was telling her that I was doing a course with you. And I said that it is my dream to have my own home. And she said, nephew, you are my favorite nephew. When I die, I was going to give you money anyway, but I would rather see you have a live inheritance and see the joy on your face when you buy your own first home. So here's the money for the deposit. And I love you. Go and buy your first home. I'm covered in goosebumps. (laughs) That's the best. It's so true. It's almost like we focus too much on the how rather than the why and the what. You know, like we if we can tap into the what and the why, let the universe do the how. Yeah. Not our business, the how. That'll come. But you just got to put it out there and not have resistance towards it. He could have sat at home going, 
I'll never have my own home. I'll never have my own home. Poor me, never have my own home. But he just, he, he went, okay, I'm just going to start talking about it. I don't know how I'm going to get my own home, but I'm going to put it out there. I would like my own home and I'm going to stand in that. And then, of course, everyone loves to help. If you were an auntie with no kids, wouldn't you want to help? And she, so, yeah, you don't underestimate what the universe lines up for you. Just put it out there. Say what you do want. Stop saying what you don't want. That's such a powerful lesson. Look, you beautiful soul, I want to thank you wholeheartedly. I'm really excited. We have already decided we're going to have you and Dan on the show at some point later down the track. Is there a time when the first intake is starting? Just so we've got uh, look, we're looking somewhere around July, August. July, so. August. Perfect. This will be out in time for that. So we'll make sure that everybody has the link in the show notes. Um, um, people I, will be able to join at any time. We've okay, sort of cool. created it that they can jump on board. We've got an inboarding process so that people can jump on board anytime. We'll just have them complete a module before they jump on and join the others. Oh, that's really powerful because for some people, if they'll feel they've missed the boat and they're going to wait another whole year, this is perfect. I also really love the fact that you guys are bringing in a lot of the mindset and the self-belief, the self-confidence, the self-love, the alignment, the vibrational, the focusing on what we want, not what we don't want. It's just such a powerful message today. And I just want to thank you personally for everything. And also just congratulations on all the things that you've created over the last few years, what you've manifested. You are a walking being beaming light of manifestation possibilities. So I just want to acknowledge you for that. And also I would like to complete the show by maybe asking for your final message and perhaps you could finish with your favorite quote right now. Okay. My favorite, I or it's the same one. It's Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss and doors will open where there were only walls. It's- what a beautiful way to finish. And when you say follow your bliss and watch and when we allow that to happen and then we can watch the magic unfold in your humble heart of all hearts to the beautiful listener right now who's either out there walking or driving or just listening to this, do you, is there something you could say to them who they've maybe got that little bit of self-doubt, like the quote's beautiful, but what's that other little bit of juicy Melissa wisdom underneath that? The juicy bit is selfishly seek your joy because you're no good to anyone without it. Yeah, I knew it was there. Thank you so much <laughs> for being on the Self-Love Podcast. I hope you, the listener, has got a lot out of today. It's a magical journey. You might even have to re-listen to it and take a whole lot of notes. Yeah. I've got 28 pages of notes I've already taken. <laughs> so there's the book. Um <laughs> I want to thank you again, beautiful, for being with us on the Self-Love Podcast. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for the wonderful work you're doing in sharing um, the message because people need it. Like we want to live our best life and it's people like you spreading the word and going to the people who have it and sharing that with others. So thank you for um, having me on the show and I feel very blessed that you asked me. My absolute pleasure. Thank you again. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.